This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in again. We bless the name of the Lord this wonderful evening. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for another opportunity to fellowship together again. Thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in knowledge of you. That the eyes of our understanding are open to the things of the spirit. Blessed be your name, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, we give God all the praise. Thank God for another evening, another time to be together in God's presence. You know, we started talking about the last days. The truth about the end time. And then we have talked about the Antichrist. We have talked about post, pre, and mid-tribulation rapture. And a couple of other things. And then we are taking it a step further this evening by the grace of God. You know, we have been chosen to live in the last days. And it's a privilege. Hallelujah. We, we will share, I, I will talk more about this on Sunday. The darker it is out there, the more our light will shine. Oh, glory to God. But tonight I want to look at something again. Just understand where we are going to. No reason to fear. No reason to be afraid. But this is the time for saints of the most high to rise. By the understanding of the scripture. So another call tonight of something we need to pay attention to. So we started with the father, the disciples asked Jesus Christ in Matthew 24, when shall all these things be and what shall be the sign of your coming? And the reason for that is that you need to know the destination to be able to tell whether you are far or near. So the question that the disciples asked Jesus was a very important one. And the master did not hesitate in explaining to them the events of the last days, which we have looked at diversely. But we want to look at something again today. And this will be a prelude to what we'll be talking about by the grace of God on Sunday. Now, let's look at 2 Timothy. First, actually, 1 and 2 Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter 4. I want to read something from there. 1 Timothy 4. Very wonderful. 1 Timothy 4. The Bible says... Verse 1. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving it to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. So there are seducing spirits. You see, you need to look beyond what is happening and understand. What is fueling? What is happening? Now the Bible says that many will depart because of the influence of seducing spirits and demonic doctrines. Speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. There will be many lies in the last days. Forbidding to marry one of them and commanding to abstain from meats, which God created to be received with thanksgiving. For every creature of God is good. Now, verse 6. See, this is why we are doing this. And this is why 
when you begin to talk about the last days, you know, there are Christians who believe we don't need to talk about the end time. Let's just talk about what we need. But the answer to them is in verse 6. The Bible says, if you put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister. Oh, I love the Bible. Now, the Bible is saying that any preacher who reminds his people or our people about the last days, the Bible says you are a good minister. That means if you don't talk about the last days, you are not a good minister. Hallelujah. Now, it's the Bible. If you talk about the events of the last days, the Bible says you are a good minister. <laughs> a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourish up in the word of faith and of good doctrine, whereon thou hast attained. So, just like we read on Sunday, or maybe last Wednesday, that the Bible teaches that if you blessed are those who read the book of Revelation, blessed are those who read it and those who hear it. Wonderful. So there is a blessing in teaching about the last days. What is the blessing? It's going to bring out a prophetic church. And that's why we'll be going on Sunday. But for today, by the grace of God, just look at what the Bible is saying that no. It said now the Spirit is speaking. The Spirit of God is emphasizing the fact that in the last days, some will depart from the faith. Mm. And people are departing now. Now, 2 Timothy paints a picture more uh, clearly. Let's see it. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Still in the spirit of the last days. Now the Bible says, this know also. Now, the word of God is saying that you need to know. See, when you don't know, you might, you might be caught on ways. You need to know that in the last days, perilous times shall come. And what will be the attributes of the perilous time? Verse 2. Men shall be lovers of themselves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers. Don't you see all this on social media? Don't you see how people ridicule Jesus, ridicule Christianity? Don't you see how proud people have become? Oh, never has there been a time in human history that people have been as proud as they are right now. The Bible says blasphemers, proud disobedient to parents. <laughs> you know, this is where is I just want to share this with us. And Jesus said, when you see all these signs, no. Look at how people have become so insulted on social media. Everywhere you turn, respect for elders is like an old fable now. Not only are people doing these things, they get angry with you when you try to speak otherwise. Wow. Disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Unthankful, entitlement mentality. I have seen situations where several times that a believer helps another person four times. And the fifth time he says, oh, I'm sorry, I cannot help. And they go around talking about you. So that they can't remember the good that you have done. Unthankful. People feel you owe them. Entitlement mentality. Bible says shall be rampant in the last days. Unthankful. Ungrateful. Oh, glory to God. Unholy. 
be sure that these signs are not manifesting in you. Without natural affliction, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. This is the one that amazes me most. People that are good are being despised right now. People will celebrate you when your voice is loud, critical voices. You speak anyhow against people in authority. Maybe government people, maybe pastors, maybe parents, people. Discussing an issue is one thing. Insulting people is another thing. But the Bible said that end time, people will despise those who are good. You'll be called a fool for being patient. Oh, wow. What an interesting time. Verse 4, traitors. Heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God. The Bible says, having a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof, from such, turn away. I'm saying this because of what I'll be talking about on Sunday, but we are starting with this. That means, before you press into something, or apart from pressing into something, which we'll talk about on Sunday, there is something to go into and there's something to turn away from. Now the Bible is saying that a saint, a member of the end time church, oh, I'm going to talk about end time church on Sunday. Oh, glory to God. We are not afraid of the darkness coming upon the face of the earth. Greater is it that is not than the one that is in the world. Because we are destined to win. Oh, praise be to the name of God. Believers are not afraid. Whether Antichrist, whatsoever, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend it. The light does not shine away from the darkness. It shines right in the darkness. We are going to talk about on Sunday because where iniquity abounds, grace abounds much more. So we are not afraid. But a believer in the last days must understand what to turn away from. And here is the list. The Bible said these activities, these issues, this, all, all these things we've read, they will be rampant in the last days. But you are warned that turn away from them. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He said from so turn away. You see, <laughs> oh, this is where it gets interesting when we start on Sunday. The Bible says in the last days. But I'm going to show you other things that are said about the last days. So in other words, the last days are not about evil things alone. Hallelujah. The biggest news about the last day is about the kingdom of God. Something happening on our side. But we also need to pay attention to what the Bible tells us to pay attention to. Perilous times shall come. Greed will multiply. Unholy. Unthankful. Hallelujah. In other words, we are being warned as sons of light. Not to be partakers of the darkness that is prevailing in the world. Gross darkness shall cover the earth. Now here is what saints you need to know. You cannot stop what has been prophesied from happening. But then, you can choose to walk in light. So much light that around you, men are coming into the light of God. 
the darker it gets, the more clearly the light will shine. And the Bible is saying that, Apostle Paul said, the, the, the earlier part said, that, that's First uh, uh, Timothy 4. He said, the Spirit speaketh expressly. Now he's saying that, no, also that in the last days, perilous times, a time of trouble, Oh, glory to God. Say that you are not uh, ignorant of all these things. Here is what matters. Now, towards the end, Apostle Paul began to say, verse 12, he said, I will all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. He said, but you continue in the things which you have learned, knowing of whom you have assured them. That means there is a measure of persecution that will come against those who do the right thing. You'll be ridiculed by men, but it does not matter. We stand out. It does not matter. Now, I want to show you something. The same Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 20. The Bible says, But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold, and silver, but also of wood and of arts, some to honor. And you see, oh, oh, Jesus Christ. When you come to church as a believer, it's important to understand that church, believers are called vessels. And there are different types of vessels. Even in the house of God, we don't only have vessels of gold and of silver only. The Bible said they are of wood and of clay. Now the next verse is more frightening. Or the latter part of verse 20 says, Some to honor and some to dishonor. <laughs> the great house represents the church. This is amazing. So in the house of God, there are vessels unto honor and vessels unto dishonor. I need to say this. You see, I started pastoring from when I was in school. I need believers to be aware there are folks in the church. Their work is to lead others out of the church. At times, ignorantly. At times, through immaturity. And at times, through sinful nature. But at other times, intentionally. So the Bible is saying that you need to be, you need to be aware that in a great house. So when you know these things, it will help. I, I do understand people saying that. They did this to me in church. Church. It's not filled up with angels. You shall be offended just like you yourself have offended people. Come and say that you have never offended anybody before. So why are you going to fight about somebody offending you? The Bible wants you to know all these things. Sometimes when you are traveling, they tell you the weather, they give you the weather forecast. They tell you about the weather of the place you are going to so that you can be prepared. So that you can be prepared. The same thing here. The Bible tells you, you need to know these things. That in a great house, hey, this will help some people to see what they hear when they're in church. Sometimes it will help you to shut your ears. Apart from the word of God, when you're in church, church people whisper. They whisper. They whisper. Church people whisper. Because of what the Bible says, in a great house, there are all kinds of vessels. 
You can't even just marry somebody because you go to the same church. The Bible is talking to you. In the great house, there are all kinds of vessels. It's important. Jesus said the kingdom of God is like a net. And he gave a parable that the man threw the net and he caught different types of fish. All kinds of fishes. All kinds. So why some people do honorable things in the church? Both lady and ministers. Some do dishonorable things. Because they are a vessel unto dishonor. God didn't make them so. They made themselves so. Every gossip in the church is by somebody. Somebody starting, not angels. Every wound that people inflict on themselves in the church, on one another, is caused by some people. You know, some people enjoy. Now, I, I'm speaking to, if you are... <laughs> those who go to the house of God and you enjoy setting brethren against brethren. The Bible says, Proverbs or Ecclesiastes, I, I can't remember whether... said there are, there are six things that the Lord hates. Seven are abomination unto him. One of those things that, you know, there is something, when they say something, God is against something. Something is a, is a sin before God. But when they say something is an abomination to God, it's a strong word. Somebody, especially when pandemics over and church resume, all churches all over the world, they resume. Be careful. The Bible says, he that sows discord among brethren. He that sows discord among brethren. He that sows discord among brethren. is one of the seven things that are an abomination unto God. The Bible says a believer that sows discord among brethren is an abomination to God. It's an abomination to God. When you set up one brother against another, when you are the one who will notice and inform somebody how it's not being treated well by another person. When you are always the one observing what will be controversial. The Bible says you are doing what is an abomination. Abomination. Another place where abomination is used is when the Antichrist will set up his image in the temple. So people will worship him instead of God. That means it's in the same category. I need to let people know this. We are going to start talking about the prophetic church now because it will be a serious matter in the last days. But I'm warning you ahead, I'm warning ahead of time. Guide your mouth. You don't have to talk when you don't have to talk. He that soweth discord among brethren, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. The Bible says, men shall betray us. Let's end this session this way, this evening. Let's just end tonight by. Looking at what our Lord Jesus Christ said. You know, I had to say to you, it's not every time, then the church want to preach refs. Sometimes we just need to stay with the Bible and explain to people how to be a believer in the last days. Sincerely, so much wounds have been inflicted on people in the house of God because of those who like to set brethren against brethren. Abomination. If you have been doing it without knowing, I am warning you right now, wherever church you attend, brother, listen to me, sister. It's an abomination to God. When you set up people against themselves, you go to so-and-so's house, you begin to talk, you see, on words, you don't see what they said about you, they don't see what, how come you are the only one, you are the one calling their attention to what will make them react. Abomination. Let's read. 
Matthew 24. And this is where I'm going to start from. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. I love verse 37, but I'm going to start on Sunday on that note. But as in the days of Noah, where so, as in the days of Noah, where so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. We start from here <laughs> on Sunday. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. We bless your name. We worship you. We worship you. We give you praise. We worship you. Thank you, Father. All glory, all praise, all adoration to you. Thank you for your word. Lift up your hands and just give God praise. I will start from 37, Matthew, on Sunday. Let me read this. Go back to 2 Timothy. And we close on that. 2 Timothy, that same chapter 2. Verse 21. If any man therefore will purge himself from this, it shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified for master's use, prepared unto every good work. If any man will purge himself from this, he started writing a letter to the church, to Timothy. So, first and second Timothy letters. So, when we put the two letters together, all the things were won again. Flee youthful lusts. Men shall be traitors, eddie, liars, and all those things. When you put them together, they form what Paul said, if any man will purge himself from this. That means if you separate yourself from these vices. He said you shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified for master's use, prepared unto every good work. I have shown you from the Bible. People send me questions every now and then. They are concerned about those who tell people, it doesn't matter this one, that one, you say a believer can just, uh, with time you go out of it and let no man deceive you. When they asked Jesus about the last day, he began by saying that let no man deceive you. When Paul spoke about this, he said, be that, be not deceived. Deception will be so rampant in the last days. And it is right now. Now, what the Bible is saying is that if any man purges himself from this, that means you have the ability because you are born again to stay away from the stains of the world. The Bible didn't say manage and say it doesn't matter. The Bible says you have the ability. It says see that you are put away the old man and his deeds. The Bible says if you are there risen with Christ, set your mind and affection on things above, not on things of the earth. Because you are, there, you are there, now you are in Christ. Your life is hidden in him. So the Bible is saying as a result of the salvation that has come to you, as a result of the fact that you have been made a new man in Christ, live out that new life. Don't say it happens spiritually. It does not matter what I do physically. It's a stupid thing to say. If any man will purge himself from this, maybe there are young men watching me right now. Strange doctrines are flying across campuses. And I'm saying to you, this is the word of the Lord unto you. If you purge yourself from this, you shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, prepared unto every good work. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We adore you. Blessed be your name, Father. Thank you for another time in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. 
You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, we'll be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you.